how's everyone doing tonight? Man, this is uh, Bear Blitz, and I'm happy to be back. Man, I've had the really the one of the roughest couple weeks I've ever had, probably. Um, of course, you guys know, according to the last podcast, I lost my grandfather um, on October 8th. And then just uh, four days later, I believe, on the 12th or 13th, Jessica's uh, grandfather also um, went to be with went went to heaven and uh, left us short. And I mean, it was really kind of unexpected. I was I just uh, we just ate with them just a couple months ago with my parents there, and so it was just hard to see um, you know someone who just seems like you know they're healthy as an ox and the next minute you know you you get that phone call that you just regret so and i've gotten two in the last couple weeks so it's been hard and uh keep jessica's grandma in your prayers because she's still battling this covid virus and has been in and out of the hospital um the last 10 days or so um since her husband lost his battle uh with the virus and uh, with a couple of other things but um, it's happy to be back, um, man. I've I've still made it to all the games and still been trying to get those videos out. But I've just had a lot of other stuff I've been doing and keeping up with, and uh, trying to keep up with work and everything after missing a whole week of uh, my regular job there. Um, so, but I wanted to get the podcast out tonight because man, Noble has a couple really. Two really big games coming up, um, but uh, you know they got Southeast tomorrow night and Ardmore in their uh, Week Nine game. But looking back on the last few games, since I haven't done a post game pod podcast, um, shout out to the offense and the O line. They've had over a hundred yards on the ground in the last two games, over and over four hundred total offensively. In the last two games, um, the offense is improving. You know, Colin Fisher is improving. He uh, they took care of Altus, um, and then they lost two heartbreakers against Duncan, twenty-one eighteen, and then against Lawton Mack. I believe it was uh, forty-six to forty. But they had a chance to win both of those games on a final drive, but it just wouldn't be. So, um, really, this this team is a couple plays away from sitting there at second in the district. Uh, you know, just to be real, real honest, but just been a definitely a tough, tough few games, and it's it's tough when you're sitting there competing, and it looks like you can, you're gonna get a win, or you have a good chance to get a win, and it just doesn't go your way, and you can just see just a few handful of plays that if they would have been different, it would have been going your way. But uh, looking at some of the some of those stats in those games. Uh, in that Altus game, of course, Noble won 50 to 10. Colin Fisher was 18 of 25 for 308 yards and three touchdowns. And your leading rusher was number 22, Barrett Crawley. He had nine carries for 52 yards and a touchdown. And leading receiver, and that was LT Taylor with five receptions for 113 yards. And, uh, you know, Noble with 412 total offensive yards in that play, or in that game. Uh, 104 total rushing on 33 attempts. So, uh, 
just great to see the offense get going. You know, it is against some of these teams that aren't quite as good, but they definitely got more of a, a rhythm going than what they had in the first uh, few games there. And uh, other receivers in that game. Chili Lorenz has really uh, come on the last few games since he's gotten healthy. He had eight catches against Altus for 102 yards, and Colin Thomas had two receptions for 55 yards, and Caden Dominey had three catches for 38 yards. Your defensive leaders was Bryson Crawley with five tackles and uh, several others with a single tackle. Um, Sparky Gillespie had two tackle or three tackles. Uh, Luke Conley had three tackles. And Caden Dominey had two tackles. But uh, looking at the uh, Lawton Matt game, the offense in the second half just really got it going. We were, we were behind a couple scores at the half. And uh, they ended up with 507 yards of total offense. I believe that's the most offense this year by a long shot. Um, they had 102 yards on the ground. And um, Colin Fisher was 17 of 38 for 405 yards and two touchdowns. And Colin Thomas had 101 yards on 26 carries. And I believe that's the best, that's the best uh, rushing game by a single player in any game this year was those 26 carries for 101 yards by Colin Thomas. And then it was LT Taylor with six receptions for 182 yards. And there in that third quarter, man, they just they just really went off. They scored 20 points in the third quarter. They went ahead 40 to 33, but uh it wouldn't take long. Lot and Mac would tie it up 40 to 40 and we just wouldn't be able to um, score again and hold them and keep them out of the end zone. We ended up losing 46-40. Uh, we drove the ball down late. It looks like we were going to be able to punch it in. We had a couple big catches um, uh, by um, Chili to get down there close. And then Colin threw the ball, and it looked like it was going to Chili right there for a touchdown. But he just – I don't think he saw this uh, guy right there, right there to pick it off and take it back. So how we've seen a few of them in this year, that one also ends the same way. It's just so tough when you're, when you're that close. And uh, my man, uh, Lorenz up in the booth, uh, somebody put his video on Twitter of, of that play, and I know that's how we all felt. So uh, you, just, you just couldn't believe it, man. You're like, wow, you just thought this one was going to go our way. We're going to pull this one out, and it's just picked off right at the, the worst time to have an interception in that entire game was right there on that play. And, but sometimes that's just, that's just the way it goes. But um, – they're really, they're really fun to watch this team this year. I mean, the the defense has been fun to watch. I don't, I've never remember so many defensive highlights, you know, in in uh, some of my videos I've done. You know, I've obviously I I don't keep them all. I don't. There's a lot of good plays I don't put in the videos, but uh, it's just cool to see all those stops and sacks and stuff that we do get uh, with this defense as well. Um, but. Looking at um, oh, actually some some other kind of some tough news. Um, Caden Dominey in that game at Lawton Mac on a reception, he actually um, broke his collarbone and he's gonna miss the rest of the season. Looks like he's gonna be out about uh, eight weeks, so that's definitely gonna sideline him for the rest of this year. Good news for him is he's just a junior, so he'll be back for his senior year next year. Um, and looking at this 
this new uh, playoff format, the OSSAA came out this week and basically said they're going to have each district, uh, each of the coaches are going to basically vote in a, like a coaches poll and rank each team one through eight in the district. And basically how at the end of the regular season, at the end of week 10, however those teams fall in the seating is how they're going to be placed uh, in the playoff. And every team can make the playoff or you have the option to opt out. So basically uh, your one seed in 5A1 will face the eight seed in 5A2 and so on. So your, um, you know, and, and your eight seed in 5A2 will face the one seed in 5A1. Um, so, it, and so Noble is probably going to be somewhere on that four or five line, we hope. Um, but it's just kind of weird. And they're just doing it that way. Just special this year for the COVID issues where each team has a fair chance to be in. Cause there's some teams like Ardmore and others that haven't played, uh, near as many games as Noble has. I mean, I think, you know, most of the teams in our district, haven't played as many teams as we have. I think we were maybe one of the only ones that have not missed a game this year. But um, And if you miss a game due to COVID, you're automatically out of the playoffs, and the team that you had just beat or the team that you're supposed to play will actually advance in your spot if you have to be out due to COVID. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff. Um if you haven't played 10 games, uh, by the time the playoffs get here, you can actually still keep on playing if you decide not to play in the playoffs and you can get to your 10 games. Or say in that, uh, that first playoff week that you, you lose your game and you only played, say, eight games in the year, you can actually still play two more games if you want, if you can find two more teams to face you. So um, I know in week 10 – Noble's slated to play Capitol Hill, but Capitol Hill has only played like one game this year because they haven't had the enough numbers to play. So Noble may look to get a game in there, or they may look to just have that as a bye week to get ready for whoever they may face. Um, you know, I haven't talked to them to see what their thinking is or know what their thinking is on that. But um, I mean, I don't know what would be best at this point, whether you're trying to keep guys healthy or, you know, you want more time to prepare for that, uh, that playoff game, but it, I don't know if it could hurt you in the rankings and that third ranking that'll come out or not. I mean, pretty much everyone would probably slated that as a win to Noble. So I don't know if it does you any good. It probably could only hurt you uh, if you did play another game, unless you got a, an, another good team that could play you that was also looking for a game in that week 10. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's, I've never seen a year with so many unknowns. It's crazy. Um, you know, potential playoffs. Um, and of course, that Ardmore game is a huge game. It could possibly determine Noble facing one of the top teams in District 5A2 or facing one of the middle of the pack teams. Uh, potential teams, you could be playing Carl Albert. They'll probably finish the one seed, so it's probably unlikely that we would play them. But the teams you're looking at, it's going to be Guthrie, Bishop McGinnis, Piedmont, and Lawton Ike. Probably one of those. Um, so that will be more than likely one of the teams we'd, we'd face in the playoffs. If I had to bet right now, um, I would bet it would be Bishop McGinnis that we would face. I anticipate them maybe finishing third, 
but that's just a guess. Um, it just depends on, uh, you know, what Guthrie, Piedmont, Bishop McGinnis do the rest of the way, who we might face. We could get lucky if we went out and maybe face Lot and Ike or Woodward or something. That would be nice. Um, but who knows the way the season's gone, uh, what we will draw. It just kind of depends on where we're ranked and what we do in these last couple games. But uh, we're going to get to a quick break, and then we'll kind of talk about Southeast, who we face um, tomorrow night in this um, game at Noble. Welcome back, everyone. It's Bear Blitz Podcast. Uh, tomorrow night, the Noble Bears will face the Southeast Spartans at Noble Stadium. I believe kickoff is slated for 7 p.m. Um, be there early enough. Get a seat. Uh, come to watch this class of 2021 take on the Spartans from Southeast. It's going to be pink out night, so uh, wear your pink in support of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And... You know, we'll, we'll see you out there. I can't wait to get this game kicked off because it's looking like it could be a little bit better game than what a lot of us usually anticipate against a Southeast team. They um, beat Altus last week 44-2, to and that's probably one of their best wins they've had since, I believe it was Gerald McCoy that played there in like 2003 when Noble played them in the playoffs. Um, Southeast really hasn't been a, much of anything. Um, you know, they're they're three and three on this year, and they don't really have they haven't really had any big wins over teams. Uh, you know, like that aren't like small private schools or uh, other Oklahoma City schools in a long time that that I can think of. But um, we'll take a look at kind of their record this year, kind of go through it. They lost to Elk City. 62-29 to, 20, to 29 in week one. Um, Elk City is not known for having much of a football team for a long time. It's been several years since they've been to the playoffs. And then in uh, week two, they got a two-point win, 20-18 to 18 over Classen. That's one of them small, like, private schools they they got a win over. And then U.S. Grant in week three, they beat 14-8. to eight. Uh, That's a... Okay win, but still one of those Oklahoma City schools. Then they played Ardmore in their first uh, district game, got beat 54-16. to So Ardmore just pummeled them, and I don't think Ardmore is quite the team uh, that they have been in the past. You know, last year we saw that they weren't, uh, you know, the Ardmore team that we have come to know as being such a, a tough team. And this year looks like they're kind of the same way. It's kind of still in that rebuild mode. Um, after seeing Duncan take take them out. Um, but, I mean, because we were right on the verge of beating Duncan. Man, we're just uh, – just makes me sick when I think about these teams we could have beat. But uh, then Lott and Mack beat them 43-8. to So, Lott and Mack's defense, um, you know, they're all right. But we, we put over 500 yards on Lott and Mack, and Lott and Mack, you know, held them to eight. So – um, but then you get to this Altus game on October 15th last week. Southeast um, faces Altus, and Altus had to make the long trek up to, up to Oklahoma City at CB Spiegel Stadium. 
and um, play them there. And Southeast gets the win, 44-2. to And I'm just going to kind of look back and see if I can see the last time that, you know, Altus got, um, you know, such a – such a big win like that. I don't know if I'll be able to see it real quick here, but it's just crazy to think. Um, 2019, they only won to cap, only beat Capitol Hill. In 2018, they beat Capitol Hill and Star Spencer. So that's three wins over the past two years. 2017, they got three wins. Capitol Hill, Star Spencer, U.S. Grant. Oh, they beat Western Heights 21 to 20 in 2017. So that's that was their last uh, real halfway decent district win. And Western Heights isn't much. I mean, they're not even playing football this year now. They've had all kinds of issues over there. But uh, 2016, one win over Capitol Hill. Let's see, 2015, one win over U.S. Grant. 2014, one win over U.S. Grant. 2013, one win over U.S. Grant and one win over Capitol Hill, which was a district win. So you're going to get in the flow of things. And then 2012, U.S. Grant, Capitol Hill, the two wins they've had. That win last week was the biggest win they've had in probably, I mean, I'm back to 2011. They still haven't beaten a team that isn't Capitol Hill or U.S. Grant and over those several years there. Uh, U.S. Grant, Star Spencer, Capitol Hill in 2010. So let's just go back to 2004. 2004, they beat Noble 21 to zero, beat Capitol Hill, U.S. Grant, Star Spencer, and beat Duncan 41-28. So, I mean, you have to go back nearly 15 years or more before they have really any decent wins. There's one in 2008 they beat Woodward 12 to zero, but basically for them to go down, for them to beat Altus 44 to two at that stadium, that place had to have been jumping around, going crazy. And let me tell you, they're going to be fired up to come down and play the struggling Noble Bears who, you know, they're hoping they think, okay, we're just Southeast. They won't take us serious. They're hoping they can come down there and get a win, you know, in this uh, weird COVID year. So the guys on the sidelines for the Bears are going to have to be ready to play. Uh, We're going to have to, you know, just – Play our assignment ball, you know. Don't turn the turn. Don't turn the ball over. Don't be the uh, Dallas Cowboys, you know, <laughs> of of uh, last Sunday. I don't watch much NFL, but oh, that was Monday night game, man. They could not start stop turning the ball over, but um, but Noble, they're just gonna have to play sound football. I, I believe Noble will go out and be ready to play and uh, get a big win, but I don't think it's gonna be like the Southeast. Uh, wins in the past. Last last year, we beat them at Noble Stadium, fifty three to twenty three. Uh, one of those touchdowns was a given touchdown, kind of like at um, Altus the other night, where they let a, a special needs um, player score. But still, uh, that game was it was closer for a while than it looked. So, but hopefully, we can get our starters out in the second half and get them well-rested for a big Ardmore game in Week 9, which has always been a big rivalry game for these Bears since that since that 2017 game. You can look at the, the 2017 game, the 2018 game at Noble was a good game, even though we lost it by a couple few scores. But 
and then and of course last year the huge win at Ardmore to clinch the district title. So you can bet that that game at Noble Stadium will be a will be a good one against a couple teams that are it would probably be for that fourth playoff spot in the district if we had the um, still we're playing the orig- the original you know playoff seedings like we do every other year but this year's different so we'll both get in but it's just going to be a, a fun game to see but I won't talk any much longer um, got some uh, editing to do for the Lawton Mac game. So we'll try to get to that. It won't be out tomorrow or probably next day. It'll probably be out Monday. And hopefully we'll have the uh, Southeast game out before we play Ardmore is my goal. But I've just been uh, running behind. So thank you guys for for supporting Bear Blitz. And thank you for the the shout-outs and the kind words. Um, After my uh, grandfather passed a couple weeks ago, um, appreciate that. Appreciate all the prayers from everyone. But... um, if you can, you know, like and subscribe to uh, Bear Blitz Highlights on YouTube. I haven't been uploading as much on Facebook because Facebook kept giving me fits with these HD videos. They they were taking forever to upload, and um, yeah, it's just a lot of editing in them. And uh, you know, the HD footage this year just it wasn't wanting to just to upload right, and it would crash sometimes. And then once I do get them on Facebook, the quality always isn't as good as it is on YouTube. So I figured I'll keep the stuff on YouTube and maybe one day get to a thousand subscribers so I can, you know, make money, make more money for Bear Blitz on there. But um, anyways, just keep watching um, for more uh, podcasts. We'll have a post-game podcast up early, hopefully early this weekend. I know I say that a lot, but it's just been a weird year for us. But Thank you all for um, everything and for listening and tuning in tonight. And we will see you tomorrow night. And go Bears.